0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball brought to you by RamShirts.com. The company that brought you Crush City Tees Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs, screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram. At Ram Shirts, visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. And don't forget to join the giveaway, the spring training giveaway. You can win a shirt from RamShirts.com, Crush City Tees. Or you can win, Michelle, what, can, what else can they win, Michelle?
1: They can win a dugout mug. That bad boy is $70. So that's an incredible value. All you have to do is... Can I go ahead and tell them how to enter?
0: Yes. Tell them.
1: So you email. What's the email?
0: Astros Baseball podcast at gmail.com. You're going to have to learn that.
1: I, yeah, I got to study harder, I guess. That's on me, guys. Uh, so email Astros Baseball Co- uh, podcast at gmail.com. And somewhere in the email... Uh, use the phrase let's go and um, you'll be entered to win it's a great value dugout mugs are a great product um
0: and it's a custom astros baseball podcast dugout mug
1: custom you hear that guy's custom you'll be
0: the you'll be the only person in the world with it no one else will have it so join it guys join it send it in so, Michelle, I have a, a longtime listener who's turned into a friend, Mark You And he – I sent you the message. He said that – I can't remember exactly what it said, but he was complimenting you, and he's complimenting us together. And uh, – but he said I didn't enter- – and I knew I didn't. I kind of just threw Michelle on you guys, but – much to talk about last show. I mean at last hour we didn't have time. So Michelle tell everybody a little bit about yourself. How long you've been an Astro fan and why do you want to be on Astros baseball podcast?
1: Um uh, well, I am a native Texan born uh, right uh, outside of Houston. Whole family's from Houston. Uh, I've been an Astros fan since probably from birth I definitely came out the womb wearing a jersey uh since I was born so I'd want to say 31 very uh uh very fulfilling years I've been an Astros fan um I want to um I wanted to be a part of the Astros baseball podcast because um you know I love baseball it's uh, I mean, it's everything I I eat, sleep and breathe it. Um, and I love this team. I love the city of Houston. Um, you know, it's just can't quite, it's it's like that intangible kind of a feeling like you can't really describe it. Um, I just know that I feel super lucky to have this chance to work with you and talk about the best team in the world.
0: Well, I'm super lucky to have you. I posted on Twitter. Does anybody want to come on the show? She wrote me right away. I 10,000% want to do this. We talked a little bit, and I was like, I don't have to look anymore. You know your stuff. You love the Astros. Let's do it. So today, we are going to do the Pocota rankings. And for some reason, I'm getting off super early from work, and we have plenty of time to do this. This is usually when I get home from work. And uh, so we're just going to do the American League today, folks. We're going to try to keep the show around 30 minutes for you. We're going to do the American League East, then the Central, and then the West. We're going to tell you how Pakoda projected them. This is not our opinions, but it's – we will give you our opinions, but we're going to tell you how Pakoda, the experts – and they're usually really good. I mean, they're usually, you know, almost spot on. So let's start with the AL East. Of course, they have the Yankees winning the division with 97.7 wins. They have the Rays at 86.8, and Toronto 84.7. Then Boston and Baltimore, no need to really talk about those guys. Do you agree with this AL East prediction?
1: Um, I think that uh, it's a bit disrespectful how – a uh, little uh, the win percentage they have for Toronto because Toronto is, and I'm assuming when they made this they were not uh, they didn't take in, con- into consideration who, what the additions that they've uh, brought onto their roster because they are um, an extremely stacked team. Uh, it so was, it uh,
0: was updated on the 15th of February.
1: Okay, well, then they have made a big mistake, I think. I don't think that – I I mean, I probably see it as a 1-2-3. The the Yankees will probably win the AL East. Um, Tampa Bay, even with the loss of – even with the losses that they've sustained, they've also made a few additions, so they're still a very good team. Uh, Toronto's – shaping up to be a scary good team um i watch out for them boston i think will i mean unless they just decide not to play any of their games this year they'll definitely come in ahead of baltimore and uh yep i see baltimore winning i think they'll win more than 65 games i think they'll probably uh, hit 70 wins this season
0: so the yankees signed Lemayhu. they got kluber who I think is, didn't do anything with Texas. They got Jamison Santallian. I think that's how you say his name. I don't really know how to say his name, but I know he's good. And then Toronto got Springer and Simeon. Tampa Bay lost Charlie Morton and Blake Snell. They replaced them with Chris Archer and Michael Waka. And MajorLeagueBaseball.com also, I found this while I'm looking at this. They, they also predicted the AL East but they have New York winning 92 Toronto winning 87 and Tampa Bay winning 83. So MLB.com does not agree with Dakota. And I do not agree. I I think it's Yankees, Toronto, Rays, Boston, and Baltimore. I'm not smart enough to give you the wins, but that's my, that's my selection. Uh,
1: I, I mean, I don't agree with Dakota either. I, I I would probably agree with you that, in the AL East, we'll see uh, we'll see New York, Toronto, Tampa, Boston, and then Baltimore. Maybe one day Baltimore will get it together, but that day is not this year, or the, it's not this season.
0: All right, let's move to the AL Central. This one is interesting. They've got Minnesota with ninety wins, Cleveland with eighty four point eight, so almost eighty five. They got. White Sox and third 82 and a half Kansas City 71 Detroit 66 if you look at the additions the White Sox got Lance Lynn Liam Hendricks Adam Eaton and this is I, I don't even think they lost anybody and they didn't they only lose to the twins by a game and then Cleveland lost Lindor and Carrasco the twins all they did was stay put and they signed Nelson Cruz again I totally have the White Sox winning this. I don't have Minnesota winning this. I have Chicago White Sox, Minnesota, and then Cleveland. What do you think?
1: You're right. Um, I don't think that Minnesota is the better team this year because uh, of all of the additions that they have uh, made to their team. And they were a good team last year. They're a very good team this year. Minnesota's not better. And, I, and that's I'm not trying to... You know, be disrespectful to Minnesota because they are a decent team. But correct me if I'm wrong, is I don't think Marwin Gonzalez is still with them. And he was a pretty big offensive uh, uh, producer for them.
0: So Um, you agree with uh, who do you think is going to win it? You think Chicago White Sox are going to win it?
1: Yeah, I think that. Yeah. And uh, so for the AL Central, I would go Chicago, Minnesota, Cleveland, Kansas and Detroit.
0: So, uh, A.J. Hinch, Detroit, 66-96. Uh-huh. Good luck. Have fun. All right, let's go to the A.L. West. The, we'll save the best for last. They've yes. got the Astros with 92.7 wins, and you've already spoke about this before. Uh, the Angels, 86.4, Oakland 81, Seattle 70, Texas 66.8. You look at the additions. The Astros kept Michael Brantley. They got Stanek, Baez, Cisnick, C-Snack. What's his name? Say it for me. Cisnack or c Cisnack. Cisnack. I don't know. But we'll learn his name spring training when he pitches for us. You pitch for us, I'll learn your name. The Angels lost uh, Simmons. They picked up Cobb. They've got, uh, I can't read my writing. They got uh, Raul Iglesias. And Dexter Fowler. I mean, they didn't add a whole lot. And then Oakland, they got Mitch Moreland, Rosenthal, Petit, Romo. They, they, they got Fires back, which he sucks. Disgusting. They got rid of Chris Davis. Yeah. They got rid of Chris Davis, signed Elvis Andrews. So, I do not agree with this. I got Houston, Oakland, L.A., then Seattle and Texas.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's a bit disrespectful that they only have Houston at 93. I'm going to say it again, and I will maintain this: 103 wins at minimum for Houston. Then Oakland, Los Angeles, Seattle, and Texas. If there's a way that Texas could just be like a negative place, I would. I just, and I won't disguise the fact that I have a strong distaste for the Rangers, um, and not a huge Mike Fires fan either. So, I mean, if somehow Oakland and Texas could tie for last, that would be ideal. But realistically, um, they'll, it'll be exactly like, as you said, it'll be Houston, Oakland, uh, L.A., Seattle, and Texas.
0: All right. So I did this with the numbers that they gave us. And I put, I, I wanted to list these categories, and I'll just list them instead of telling you what they're going to be. So, most wins, they have the Yankees with 97.7. The least wins is Baltimore. So, like, the three bottom dwellers are the Rangers, the Tigers, and Baltimore. That's pretty easy. The team that they see scoring the most runs is the Houston Astros with 899.
1: Yeah, buddy. And I think that's low. I think that they're going to crack. We... I mean, listen, I think that Jordan Alvarez alone is going to be responsible for like 800 of those run. <laughs> le- runs. And the
0: least amount of runs is Detroit. So A.J. Hinch left the team that's going to score the most to play to, or to manage the team's score in the least. And then let me tell you this first. The least amount of runs allowed is Tampa Bay. And that could have something to do with them Having, having them in second place. And then the most runs allowed is the Texas Rangers. So they must, <laughs> have, <laughs> they must have the crappiest pitching staff.
1: That makes me so happy that they have them listed. <laughs> That's real bad, I know. I'm sorry, I'm very petty. Uh, that makes me happy that they have them allowing the most runs.
0: You know, I've, I've hated the Yankees and the Dodgers so much the last few years. And the Rangers have been so bad. I forget how much I hate them until we play against them. Roth Odor's got to be, like, my least favorite player in baseball. Besides all the guys that play for the Yankees and Dodgers. I just hate I mean, those teams. I just can't. I mean, it's the fans that made me hate them. It's not like I hate the Dodger players. You know, it's just the fans that do it.
1: I mean, I don't have a strong affection for either the Dodgers or the Yankees, but I do respect them because of what they bring to the table in terms of like, uh, they always perform like at the top of the pack, but uh, yeah, Texas, there's nothing redeemable about them. Uh, I mean, Rudnid Odor, he can't, he doesn't even understand how to wear an undershirt or button up his jersey all the way. And it's, I just, I gotta say, I've seen enough of his chest hair to last me, like three lifetimes
0: (laughs) he's like the guy that you can't even stand to look at he's the guy that there's no way you would like him unless he was on your team as as crazy as it sounds michelle if he was an astro you would like him
1: i mean yeah of course i have an undying allegiance to the (laughs) astros But he's like the uh, relative that you invite to the holiday gatherings out of obligation, not because you really want them there, but because, you know, oh, they're family. I guess we have to invite that weird uncle who never wears a shirt right.
0: (laughs) So one thing about the Astros on here that, that I don't know if it bothers me or maybe like you said earlier, maybe it's disrespectful, but yes, they have the Astros scoring the most runs. But they have them allowing eight hundred and five runs. I mean, they have the that's eighty five more runs than the Rays. Or is the Rays pitching staff that much better?
1: No, absolutely not. Between the between our starting rotation and our bullpen, we have. uh, I just I'll I'll borrow a line from Kevin Cash. Uh, We have a very good stable of guys that can throw pretty well, pretty fast, and pretty. uh, accurately so um Pekoda, you are dead wrong um and all and, and i am willing to i'm willing to stake a lot on that um because if i'm going to put it out if i'm going to say something i stand behind it so i do maintain that i think that the ashers are going to win 103 um They're not going to allow that many runs. There's no freaking way they'll allow that many runs. And maybe I am wrong, but I have a feeling that I am not.
0: They're disrespecting our pitching staff. If you look at it, you know, I've always think the Angels have no pitchers, but they have us allowing more runs than the Angels. And that's one thing I don't get, but I don't know how they come up with it. But I'll tell you this. I mean, go back and look at, 2018's projections for 2019 and these guys are pretty good i mean there's some that they got wrong but they're pretty good so according to pakoda get ready for your playoff teams i hope you got them lined up oh i do they have the oh let me tell you this before you before i read these out so i, I listed the top five teams in run scored and the top 5 teams in the fewest runs allowed. So they so Houston is number 1. The Yankees are number 2 in runs, scoring runs. They have Toronto at number 3, the Angels at number 4 and the White Sox at number 5. And just looking at that, you know, you got Houston, it's, they have them winning their division, the Yankees winning their division. They have Toronto scoring a lot of runs, but finishing third. The Angels over the Oakland, and then the White Sox finishing third. So that says to me that scoring runs may not be that important. And then if you look at runs allowed, and this may be why they have uh, Tampa Bay over Toronto, is the Rays, the least allowed, Yankees second, They at least bump up the Yankees. Like, how do the Yankees have the second highest scoring team and the second best pitching? I don't know. I don't agree with it. And then Minnesota. That's why I guess Minnesota, they got them picked to win the Central because they got the best pitching. And Cleveland has the fourth best pitching and then Boston. So that's crazy. So the Yankees are a playoff team. Houston, Minnesota – the rays and the angels and all five of those are at least in one of the top 5 categories either scoring runs or not allowing them so it it pans out a little bit what do you think
1: well um i'll touch on what you said about the yankees first i have a lot uh, i i have a lot of theories on why the uh, yankees have get the numbers that they do and we could probably spend just one podcast talking about that so i'm not going to delve into it but um as far as the playoff teams houston new york uh, chicago minnesota and tampa so that's new york houston chicago minnesota and tampa um i don't really see
0: you left the blue jays out
1: um i mean
0: you left blue jays and oakland out
1: Man, I just, if Oakland could just lose every game, I'd be so happy.
0: Um, <laughs> the They, they got mic fires and those stupid drums and a dumb stadium. Gosh! Can you, a, can you imagine your favorite team being green and yellow and having to support green and yellow everywhere you went? That would be horrible.
1: They look like Sprite cans running the bases. 7 outs. So Sprite
0: I don't really know my answer, but I have the Yankees, White Sox, and Houston being the division winners with Oakland, Minnesota, and Toronto all having a chance for that wild card. But if I had to pick, I mean, I, I might—I would say, man, I don't know, because I, I have Toronto over Tampa Bay, so I'm going I'm to say Toronto and Oakland. That's my wild card teams, Toronto and Oakland. That's
1: um yeah that's uh that's probably pretty safe to say. I think that the wild card team would be if I had to choose, because I do believe that chicago is gonna is gonna win out. I think the wild card teams would if Minnesota doesn't win the division, then it would be Minnesota over Chicago, but if uh, Minnesota does win the division, then I think the wild card team would be Tampa or Toronto.
0: And what's funny is all three divisions kind of they there's three teams that have a chance to win all of them. I mean, we we, you know, like Minnesota or Chicago could win it. I don't I don't I think New York's going to win it hands down, and I think Houston will. But I mean, Oakland and L. A have a chance i mean no one ever thinks oakland is going to be any good and every year they either threaten the astros or like last year they won it but you know who cares right that was shortened season we knew we were going to make the playoffs we started cruising but i don't know i i I, what do you think about the pota rankings this first time you've checked them out
1: Yeah, this is the first time that i've checked out these of course i keep a really close eye on um you know, I usually check out other, uh, you know, other uh, p- pages for um, rankings, uh, preseason rankings. Uh, Oakland is a poverty franchise. I will say that. I mean, but they're scrappy. So they'll put up a good fight. Will they succeed? Prob like Probably not. We'll mm-hmm. win it out. We have these stronger... Uh, the thing is... Oh shit! Sorry, my computer uh, just fell.
0: You're good. You're good. Um, I More life, for... folks. Things happen. No problem. No problem. You're just uh, a rookie. You're a rookie. No problem.
1: Anyways, um, Oakland just has this inability to put together a cohesive product that is a championship level team. They're not. Th- and that's the thing is it. Any Oakland fans hear this? I'm not trying to disrespect you guys, but it's just fact. Anything that I say it doesn't come from a place of hate, unless I'm talking about the uh, Rangers, of course. Um, <laughs> it doesn't come from a place of hate. It's just that they cannot put together a cohesive uh, championship winning team for some reason.
0: All right, let's move on to some more news. I just want to talk about a few things uh t- tonight I, I was watching mlb they finally talked about correa um he said you know there's reports that there was no talks but then he said okay we have talked but he said i will take the right deal but he won't sell himself short he said i know what i'm worth and i'm looking to have a healthy season and he's the youngest shortstop out there out of the six uh free agents and this Billy Ripken, who talks about his brother constantly, he said, this is what he said. The same thing we did the other night. He said, teams are going to want a player who plays more games. And he talked about how he's always hurt. He's like, who's going to want to invest in this guy? And he said, you know, like trying to put him in order of who's going to get the most money. And he said, Lindor, Seager, Story, Baez, and then Correa. So these other guys are all going to get more than him. And he said that he would be better off just staying in Houston. Like, Houston already knows him. Houston's already been putting up with him being hurt. And another thing that they showed about him, and this should help him get money from people, because I know someone's going to pay him. Someone's going to pay him. It says since 2015, he has the 11th highest war among players since 2015. And another thing I saw in there: former Astros Scott Casimir signed a minor league contract with San Francisco. So, what do you think about Correa, real quick in 30 seconds? Uh,
1: Correa knows that he has a lot to prove, and so he's playing with, I think, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because he does know, like he he, he is, uh, you know, he's confident, but he's also a realistic guy. Uh, so I don't have quite agree. I mean, as of right now, sure. It's reasonable for them to put the uh shortstops as is because the other ones have had held, like a track record of staying healthier. Correa is the best. He sa- says he's the best he's ever felt, and I firmly believe in him. I have full confidence in his ability, and I have full confidence in our ability to uh, re-sign him.
0: Another thing about Correa is he... Not only is going to have to, I mean, he's not only going to try to have an amazing season stat wise to get money, but he's going to try to stay healthy. He's going to try not to miss games and maybe he tries to play hurt and maybe his production goes down. But I don't think the Astros will let him do that. If he's hurt, they'll sit him out and you need him for the playoffs. That's when he shows up and that's what people know. They're like, okay, miss some games. You know, miss 20, 30 games a year as long as you're there for the playoffs because when the playoffs are there, you deliver. Did you hear – let me ask you this. Did you hear about the, the thing with the Mariners' president?
1: That was shameful. Um, and uh, I want to say that the, Mar- the Mariners, the players, deserve a whole lot more than treatment like that, and the fans deserve a whole lot more. And, um, you know, even if we are div- – like, you're in our division – I have the utmost respect for them. I have the utmost respect for those minor league players and uh, the players who maybe English isn't their first language. It's really hard to learn another language. And kudos to them for trying. Um, it is so disrespectful what happened. And I think that the Mariners probably t- uh, took way too long to get that guy out of their organization. They didn't even fire him, he resigned. I think he's yeah. an aw- awful human. He needs to be, I, I don't want him in baseball.
0: You know, this is the kind of stuff you say to your your buddies. Like, say it to your other baseball friends while you're, you know, drinking some bourbon or something. You don't. He said it at, like, some kind of banquet (laughs) in front of a huge audience. This is what I have that he said. Because I had to Google what he said. All I've been reading about is that he stepped down. Of course he's sorry. He, He regrets saying it, but it's too late. He said that something about having the the Japanese player, and he said, I already have to pay this guy millions, and I don't like having to pay his interpreter $75,000 a year. And then there was a Dominican player. He said he has a big personality, but his English isn't tremendous. So there's two jabs at people that don't speak English. And then he openly admitted to manipulating a young player's service time so that he can have them another year. We all know that this happens. They did it to Springer. They do it to everybody. The Astros do it. We know this, and I don't fault any of them from doing it because they accepted this deal in the collective bargaining agreement, which actually comes up again after this season. And so I think, this is just my opinion, that him actually coming out and saying this and getting it out in the open is a good thing for baseball because maybe they can do something about it in the the next CBA and get rid of this uh, manipulating the player service times because these guys, you know, they don't get to be free agents till they're like 26 years old and then nobody wants to pay them because they're getting old and I mean, like, stop it, you know? Call them up, pay them.
1: Yeah, and I really don't appreciate the comments uh this guy made about the uh minor league players or the players that are in some of their affi- like uh, academies overseas like their affiliates and like the dominican because um these guys bust ass and they are living in poverty like conditions five or six dudes to a dingy apartment sleeping on the floor peanut butter and jelly these guys bust their rear ends to make it to the big leagues and um for him to disrespect somebody or a group of like a group of young men that work so hard for their organization is just disgusting. Ugh, no place in baseball for that.
0: All right. Before we go, I I, I saw a trivia question at the end of the show and I wanted to share it with you. I'll go ahead and ask you. Like I, I didn't know the answer, but let's see if you do. Let's let's test your baseball knowledge. And you guys listening, you can test your baseball knowledge as well. And so you'll have time to answer. You'll have time to think about it. But they said, what active player has played the most regular season games without a World Series appearance? There's, it's not a multiple choice. Do you, do you have any idea who that would be? If you can, if you can get any of the top three, I'll be impressed. I'll,
1: uh, so I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Repeat the question.
0: Which active player has the most regular season games without a World Series appearance? And I don't want to hear that keyboard typing. Uh... And I said, if you can get one of the three, one of the top three, I'll be impressed with your baseball knowledge. I wouldn't have got it. I don't know enough about other teams to get this.
1: I think this is the first time in maybe forever that, I'm stu- like that I might be stumped.
0: All right, so number one, he's played 2,154 regular season games without making it to the World Series. Nick Marcakis is number one. Number two is someone we see a lot of, or we used to see a lot of them, Edwin Edwin Encarnacion and then the guy when they asked the experts on TV they both guessed Joey Votto but he, he's third with 1771 i don't oh. know i don't know why anybody would care i just thought it would like be a nice thing to ask at the end
1: okay so my uh my list was like my list was pretty similar but um i had for some reason Nick Marcakis and then uh the other two below him but uh I had Joey v- it was Nick Markakis, Joey Votto uh as the first two. Um I wanted to say Mike Trout but <laughs> that guy is uh I think <laughs> stuck in baseball purgatory.
0: He's going to play his entire career without going to the World Series unless somebody trades him like a like a trade deadline in his last season with the Angels. And also, speaking of the Angels, it's just rumored. I think his wife said it, but uh, that guy's going to retire with the one with the long contract. Our pool holes. Yeah. Well, that's it, folks. That's it. Michelle, you got anything else you want to add?
1: uh no the only thing i want to add is be sure to enter the giveaway email astros baseball podcast at gmail uh at gmail uh please use the phrase let's go and you can win you know some really great prizes
0: you read my mind that was perfect now now i don't have to say it all right guys thanks for tuning in thanks michelle once again uh for being my new co-host i I called you a part of the family but you're a co-host how about that you like that sound of that better
1: i feel so official now
0: all right guys we will see you if things work out on thursday to go over the national league we'll see you next time on astros baseball Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.